It's time for the Flagler Radio Business Report, a 30-minute roundtable discussion with local businesses. And now, your host, Kirk Keller. Good morning and welcome to the Business Report. I'm your host, Kirk Keller. We have some great guests in the house today. They've been on the show before. Good morning, Carolyn. Good morning, Kirk. You're smart. Now, are you the president, general manager? What's your actual title? Yes, president. President of SMART. And Sharon? You're Hello. you're the treasurer or, or I am the secretary. Secretary. Yes. Secretary treasurer. And also in charge of events. PR person is what we call that. Yeah, exactly. Yes. So bring us up to date on Smart. How is Smart doing since the last time you were in these studios? Lots of growth, lots of rescues. Um, we're doing very well. We are um, taking in a lot of dogs, a lot of abused, neglected dogs. Um, recently had a few rescues um, where family members were dying of cancer and asked us to help out and rehome. A lot of good success stories, um, a lot of great fosters, new fosters in the area that heard about us and reached out. Um, a lot of great events going on, business sponsors. So we're doing really good. Yeah, you got some major donations towards the end of the year there. We did. We did. We have a lot of new um, business sponsors, businesses hearing about us and what we're doing. Um, even a lot of um, local new people that are new to the area, um, seeing us out at events and European Village, hearing about us. Some heard about us on the radio station Woo-hoo. and our um, our year event, our anniversary event. A lot of people came through. So lots of success, um, and we're hoping for a successful 2024. So I think you were on the air with us in this studio, oh, what was that, March or April of last year? And you were working on having a building built or acquiring a building. Where's, where are we at with that on SMART? So we are we are looking into getting a property. We are still not there yet. Um, we have fundraised and, and did some things. So we have, you know, a fund set up toward acquiring a property. Mm-hmm. So we're still hoping and reaching out, you know, for help and sponsors with that. So still still up in the air right now, but it's still our goal is to acquire a property to be able to build a new facility. Sharon, have you, have you picked a location where you want this to be or are you just going to be – Whatever lands in your lap, you take. Exactly. Yes. I mean, there are city restrictions, so we need to really work within them. And we're just waiting for that money to come in and somebody to donate some land. So there's city restrictions on having a, a I guess, a, for another name, a humane society, a, a, a pet care facility? Yeah. So ideally, um, somewhere along US 1 would be ideal because there's a lot of commercial property there. Um, so we can. Um, we can do something along US 1. Um, so kind of anything Hargrove on down, you know, going toward, I think, either going north or south on US 1. Mm-hmm. Anything in that um, commercial zoning area would be a good fit for us. Um, you know, we've looked at Bunnell and a few other places. We just don't want to go too far out into, say, the Mondex. Um, you know, you'd have to rely on a lot of volunteers, right, right. you know, and you don't want volunteers to have to travel from city of Palm And you really don't want to be in a residential area? You're not allowed. Right. Oh, really? Yeah, because of dogs barking and noise right. ordinances. Oh, wow. I didn't, I, it makes sense, but I didn't know, did not know that was an ordinance. Can you elaborate on that, Caroline? Um, I think it's the city of Palm Coast. They have an ordinance that you cannot have um, kennel space within the city limits. Um, so if it is Palm Coast, it has to be more of... Um, the unincorporated area of Palm Coast, like US-1 area, places like that. Wow. So how far away are you hitting that goal, that financial goal? 
Do you know yet, or are you still working on it? Oh, property is pretty costly, especially if we're looking, you mm-hmm. know, in, in the Palm Coast area along US-1. Um, so we're still looking. We're still working on it. Um, especially with all the new cases of the animals coming in, the money that is being raised does need to go towards them. Right. So it's a challenge to maintain those figures for that reason only. Well, that's your job, the maintainer of figures. Well, I'm not the treasurer, <laughs> so we'll... we'll <laughs> So t- tell us, how many dogs and, I guess, a few cats did you take in in 2023? So looking back, as you know, we also run a lost pet page for right. the county here. So we do help a lot of families. So looking at our overall numbers, we were in the 160 range of dogs that we helped to rehome, um, that we helped trap, that were missing animals, that were owned dogs, that we got back reunited with their family. Um, adoption. So we were in the 160 range, um, which is amazing for a nonprofit that relies on foster homes. Right. Our funding is um, relies on donations and, and fundraising events um, to get it done. Because we take in so many dumped and abused animals, our vet care is astronomical. Um, we have a lot of well, let's give your vet a shout-out because he does a lot of volunteer work. Yes. Uh, East Coast Animal Hospital, Dr. Tajmir, Dr. Garrett, and Dr. Davis are absolutely amazing. They are, they are top-notch. That's who took care of our, our little schnauzer for a few years. Uh, they're amazing. And, I mean, not to put too much out there about, you know, what they do, but um, they we had a dog. I was away on, on vacation prior to a surgery I'm having coming up, and – while away out of the country, um, one of our volunteers reached out to um, Dr. Tajmir on a weekend when they're closed, and he came and opened up the practice to do um, emergency care on one of our dogs in foster, um, just to save us from having to go to an ER and pay triple the price. Um, he was home. He came in and opened up. His wife and, and Dr. Tajmir both came in and opened up the practice and took very good care for hours of one of our dogs with an emergency um, that's the kind of care and the dedication they have to what we do. Um, so we're so grateful for them. We're, we really are. Uh, speaking of hours, I think the story that really hits me in the heart with you is that how you laid on the ground for what, six hours was it? Is that uh, right? Yes. Uh, six hours um, to help comfort a dog and get them out of the shrubs and the bushes um, because the police couldn't do it. Sheriff's Department couldn't do it. But you said, I can, I'll can. i take a shot at it. And you Set there, then you laid on the ground, and then finally the dog came. Am I, am I telling that story right? He well, we actually were trying to trap him for two weeks, and we had cameras set up on traps, and he would not go in it. We would get pictures of him sticking his head in to try to get the food, but probably a dog like that has been trapped before, so they already know not to go in. Um, he would not go in the trap at all. So after two weeks, we just started trying to um, actually detective Annie Conrad with the sheriff's department here. Um, her and I are very good friends. She's part of SMART. She came over with her husband, Mike, and they, the three of us tried to just coerce him with food and chicken. And I laid down in the, in the grass, and he finally came up and started, you know, kissing me in the face. And we eventually got him, you know, because of that. We learned to just sit down and lay in the grass. Right. But on a 100-degree day in the summer, we were laying in the grass and bugs <laughs> and sweating for six hours before we finally got him. And um, actually, he was a foster fail. Annie, Conrad, and Mike ended up adopting him after fostering him for a week. That's fantastic. So, so let's talk about foster care. What were the responsibilities of the foster families? They're the owner. 
for the time allowed if they don't decide to keep the animal, which is most times the case because it's just you become so attached. And I believe that these animals know when they are saved and they are greatly appreciative knowing um, the situation that they were in. So you treat the, you treat these animals just like they were actual children in foster care. Oh, absolutely. So the foster care basically is the foster family is helping, like I said, most of our dogs are abused or dumped um, and have been through a lot of stress, um, especially if we had to trap them. Trapping is very scary for a dog. Um, so essentially you're getting a very scared, neglected or abused child in, a dog into the home. Um, that love and nurturing and getting them to trust humans again is what we're hoping for. Um, so we've been blessed with some amazing fosters. Um, a lot of them will take them to the vet appointments for, for me to free me up from having to do that. Uh, most of them either work from home or are retired, and they will take them to our vet appointments. They'll bring them out to adoption events that we have or fundraiser events just to kind of showcase them. Um, if they have training, some of the um, – Fosters have taken them over to training. We'll cover training for ones that really need it. Um, so, yeah, we, you know, we just ask for the fosters to just keep them really secure, make sure they don't get loose because they are fearful dogs, um, socialize them as much as you can. Um, and each dog is different. Some are, are adjust really well, and after a few days, you know, they're, they're back to a normal dog. Some of them, we have one dog, Slate, that is his foster mom, Margaret, is amazing. He's been in foster for eight months. He was dumped up on US-1 by the Dairy Queen by the highway on 95. Mm. And um, I went into the woods and sat down in the woods, and he came right up to me. So um, he's been with us he's our longest foster ever. Um, really? He's a pit bull mix, was so fearful of men. Obviously, he's been abused by a man and dumped in the woods probably by the same man. Um, but his foster mom has put such amazing <clears throat> work into him. He's not fearful of men anymore. It took him about four months to really work through that fear. Um, but he's a different dog. Um, he has high anxiety if we take him out to events. So she's she's been great with him. She said he's safe until we can find him a home. Um, she's not pushing at all. Uh, but he's an amazing dog. He just needs to learn. We don't know what he's been through with abuse. So you've you've mentioned the the word abuse several times that these dogs have, have gone through, these animals have gone through. Uh, when you find out who the abuser is, is that a criminal offense? So if we find out uh, some of the dogs we've gotten from situations where we know who you know who they came from. We do our due diligence and report everything that we have to report, um, even dumping. Um, dumping is a crime. Um, we actually had one. I was going to ask about that because I'm pretty sure it is. But Yeah. So we have one um, that was dumped on 100 and was a criminal charge. And actually it just pled, pled out, I think, in the court here maybe two or three months ago. Um, but the gentleman was seen on camera, one of the jewelry store in the Winn-Dixie Plaza on 100. Greg Lynn, we'll give you a little shout out. Yes. They Love Greg. In fact, I'm going there right after the show. Love him. <laughs> oh, well, he was amazing. He provided the video footage to um, Detective Conrad as well with that. Um, this dog, little chihuahua, was dumped out of the car, um, pushed her right out of the pickup truck, and it was all caught on camera. And he sped off, and this poor little 10 to 15 pound dog chasing his car um so he was charged um you know like i said detective conrad is our she's she's amazing she's a huge animal advocate and if anybody will should have push, her on the show on the time absolutely yes. what 
when she talks to these people, does she ask them, why did you do this? What's the purpose of this? I mean, how can you hate something that much that you mm. kick a furry little animal? Because I absolutely love dogs. Mm-hmm. How, how can they do that? What's their mindset? Do you guys know? Well, I guess, again, it's like a child. You know, you just don't want it. You don't take responsibility for it. And it's just easier to let them go than to put the effort in. And to go back to the foster families, it really does take a lot of love and dedication to bring some love back into these animals' lives to know that you can trust a human again. All right. Well, let's take a fast commercial break. When we come back, we're going to know more about SMART. This is the Business Report. We'll be right back right after this. And Flagler County went straight to the front row when it came to the need and commitment. Free for All Friday, where local newsmakers talk it out. I mean, we don't swing from chandeliers or anything like that. That half-cent sales tax that we have collected over time has been used in great regards towards our school district. Hi, I'm David Ayers. Join me and Brian McMillan every Friday morning following the news at 9 on WNCF and worldwide on the Flagler Radio mobile app. Good morning and welcome back to the Business Report. I'm your host, Kurt Keller. I've got SMART. I forgot what SMART stands for. Uh, Saving Missing Animal Response Team. That's right. I've got Carolyn and Char with us. Char, you said you had a couple of uh, events coming up that we need to make sure people know about so they can go to it. So January 31st, last day of January, is our first event of 2024. It will be held at Looper's Par and Grill. Right. The old uh, Palm Coast Golf Course. Mm Mm-hmm. We will be having a yappy hour. Excellent. $15 entry fee will get you a free glass of wine or a glass of beer and an appetizer. And we'll have some great raffle items. So have you talked Sierra into adopting a pet? Oh, Sierra is amazing. We love her. She is so dedicated. And anytime we ask her to do anything for us, she is right on it. She's awesome. But I think working 15 hours a day. It's exhausting. won't be able to let her have it. But I think she would love to have a puppy at home. She probably doesn't have time for a puppy. That's what she's I mean. Feeding yeah. you, Kerr. Yeah, she's always, yes, that's she's true. always feeding you. That is true. That's right. True. What's another event you have coming up? We are also working on a poker run with the Punisher motorcycle group. Oh, that sounds fun. It is. So that's going to be a tremendous event. We got to get approval from the city, which we are working on at the moment, and then also getting on the food truck Tuesday list oh, for excellent. the upcoming months. Also, fantastic. Yes. Now, if I wanted to be a foster parent. Puppy parent, I guess is what you call them. How do I do that? There is an application online. You can contact. I mean, Smart is so, I think, accessible at this point that you can just Google us and we'll come up and contact any one of us. And the dogs, they need them. And what's your what's your Facebook page that you manage for the county for lost and stolen dogs? Is we are. It? It's a lost and found pet page, and it's lost and found pets of Palm Coast and Flagler County. Um, so if you have a lost pet, great resource. A um, lot of, lot of great people in the community. I think we have roughly twelve thousand Palm Coast residents, Flagler County residents on that page. Wow. A um, lot of people that will step up and go out and help if you have a lost pet on there, or if you see a lost pet. Um, it's a a loose dog. It's not a common thing. We don't have stray dogs in this area, so seeing a lost pet, it it can reunite somebody with their family. I think I told you my story last time you guys are here that. Uh uh, family was visiting Flagler Beach, and their little dog got loose. And everybody in my block, or whatever you want to call it, neighborhood, went out looking for this dog. And about four hours later, we found him. 
oh. underneath the truck, scared to death. But uh, it does. It takes it takes a village, I guess they say, Absolutely. Uh, to raise a child. But it also takes a village to, to take care of the pets in the neighborhood. Um, Heather Thompson's one of your foster parents. Is that right? Absolutely. Heather has two of our babies, um, which, again, what came from a situation where the owner died and the family um, the family wanted to take them in, but they had a large dog that didn't like little dogs, so didn't get a well get to you know they didn't like little dogs or cats too much, so we didn't want to take a chance. Um, so Heather stepped right up and took both babies in, and they're doing amazing. I see them quite often. She's brought them to the radio. She works at the radio station, so she's brought them to the radio station a couple times. They are absolutely adorable. But I'm jealous. You get to see them more than me. <laughs> well, trust me, Heather will always welcome you at her house. Um, so when you say foster. You know, that's not being adopted. That's just a temporary situation. Just like a foster child. So why fostering rather than adoption? Well, the fostering kind of gets them ready for adoption, and we learn more about the pets. Some of them, um, most of them, we have no idea what we're taking in. Um, you know, taking them in from a family who passed away or going through a divorce, we might learn about them. But when we get a dog that we get in a trap or, you know, we found that was loose or abused, we have no idea what we're dealing with and facing. Um, so we're learning about this dog. We're learning, you know, are they trained or not trained? We work with them. Um, some of them don't like cats, don't like other dogs, might not do well with children. So it's really just a a place to kind of learn what we're facing. Mm-hmm. Um, some families are travel a lot or have health issues and they don't really want to adopt, but they will foster and save a dog from going into a shelter where they might not do as well. Um, so we do, we cover for the fosters, for anybody who is interested, we cover all vetting, uh, we cover food, any necessities. Oh, wow. I so did not know that. Anything that's needed, all of our dogs are fully vetted, um, down to even dentals. If we have dogs that don't eat or have pain eating because dental care is needed, we do, we do everything we can to get the dogs ready and healthy for a new home. So let's say that I, uh, my wife and I fostered a dog and we didn't match because I do think dogs have personalities. Mm-hmm. I'm a big believer in that. Say our personality didn't match with the dog's personality after 60 days, we should know. And that's when we call you and say, all right, Bobo's not making it. <laughs> well, technically, we always, you know, we get families that reach out sometimes after a week or two or a few weeks and say they want to keep their foster. Is it possible to adopt? Uh, we always give the first option to the foster home because it's best for the dog instead of being bounced around anyway to stay where they've already acclimated well. Um, so technically, we don't. I don't push on anyone to adopt because I know that we're blessed to be able to have them as fosters anyway. Mm-hmm. And if they don't adopt the dog and we do find another family, it opens that family back up to rescuing another for us. So essentially... It is better to have the fosters. If we had foster fails in every home, we wouldn't have available fosters right, to take exactly. in our next rescues. Um, so we're very grateful for that. And by all means, like I said, a lot, a lot of the fosters get very close to you know the families, the dogs. Um, we see them in a lot of our events. A lot of the families that adopt bring dogs to our events that we have, like our Yappy Hour that's coming up. Um, so the foster families get to still see the dogs, which is a really great benefit of right. getting them adopted and locally and still being able to see them and be part of their life. So I once read an article not too long ago about right after Christmas, there's a big flux of unwanted dogs, dogs dumped mm-hmm. because they thought they'd get a little puppy for their child, mm-hmm. thought it'd be cute and fun, blah, blah, blah. Mm. And then mid-January, mid-December, or not mid-December, mid-February, oh, we can't handle this dog. Mm-hmm. This, this little puppy's a rat. And 
Are you seeing that here in Flagler County? Yes, we do. You do see a lot. Well, I get a lot of emails that, um, especially ones that come through our website where people look up places that they can take their dog um, if they don't want them anymore, can't keep them. We do get a lot of emails. I, I would say I get probably about 10 to 15 emails a day wow. of people wanting to surrender dogs. Because we don't have a property in a facility, it's very hard to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I try to stick with more of the emergency cases, um, the harder dogs that wouldn't do well in a shelter environment, the abused or neglected. Um, they have a harder way to go, and they're more risky. So I, I, I prefer taking those dogs versus ones right. that would do okay in a shelter and a family has them. There's no abuse history. They get adopted pretty easy. Um, but if we had property and we had a facility, we'd be able to open up the door to help out more of those animals. So that's another reason we're really pushing. So why do moms and dads get pulled into that vortex of wanting a puppy, a puppy, a puppy, and then when they get it, they get rid of it six weeks later? Well, the responsibility of that puppy is like a toddler. It's 24 hours, 70 a week care. Mm-hmm. It's just nonstop. You have to dedicate that time mm-hmm. financially, emotionally. I mean, this dog needs to be trained just like a human, right. you know, to, to be a good human. You need to, you know, have structure. Mm-hmm. And that takes a lot of time and effort in people's very busy lives. So as soon as you have a rescue dog brought in, do you get him spayed and neutered? Yes, a lot of times because we're, again, getting a lot of dogs from neglect cases and not having proper care or living outside, we do see a lot of heartworm cases. Um, Heartworm is a killer for dogs if it's not treated, and Mm -hmm. it's a very costly treatment. Um, So most of our dogs need spay-neuter, vaccines. They have parasites and worms. Um, So the care that we have to give is, is we're looking at usually anywhere from 1,000 to 2500 per dog depending on what the needs are if they have heartworms and they're heartworm positive we put them through the treatment which is a few months of treatment for them um, the spay neuter the vaccines um, uh, any kind of parasites and deworming that they need altogether in a situation like that we might be looking at 2500 to three grand for a dog um, it's 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 a lot but we do it we've been blessed to get it done um, I think we had in 2023, I think we treated maybe 30 dogs for heartworm disease um, with, with, with having heartworms. Um, all of them are very happy and, and doing well, healthy. Um, all have been adopted except for our baby Slate that's still in foster. Um, but all of them are doing well. So Fantastic. Yappy Hour, this, uh, January 31st. 31st at Looper's Par and Grill. Yes. Uh, do you have to have a ticket in advance, or can you get a ticket at the door? At the door. Fantastic. $15 entry fee. Website to go to if I wanted to donate or if I wanted to register to be a foster parent? Smartflagler.com. S-M-A-R-T? That's it. Perfect. And what's the Facebook page again for Lost and Lost Found Pets dogs? of Palm Coast and Flagler County. And Smart of Flagler County is also on Facebook. If you're on Facebook, follow us. Um, we post a lot of dogs. A lot is ran through Facebook because I do a lot of the posting myself. Um, when we take a dog in, we post it there looking for fosters. So if you're ever following us on Facebook and you see one posted that you'd like to foster, please reach out. We cannot save right now without having foster homes. I totally get it. Well, ladies, thanks for joining me on the show this morning. I look forward to seeing you at Yappy Hour at Loopers. 
uh, on the 31st of January. And once again, thank you for being on the show. Thanks, thank Kirk. you. Thank you for the support, right. Kirk. Uh-huh. That's the business report for this week. We'll see you next Saturday.